There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Dick Toledo here, and you've found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, within the 98kupd app, and podcastone.com. And this week, all podcasting content is brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at chapmandodge.com. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Thank you, Inept Hero. We're all arguing about Election Day in here. I may be a man on an island with this, but I've, uh, the, the thing we're barking back and forth about is that uh, I'm not understand. I'm just personally not understanding why we're being so cavalier about uh, Election Day results being like, eh, whenever the boxes get here, they get here. That's never been a thing before. And, and, and like I heard it on my, my ride in this morning. I was listening, and they were like, well, you know, this one guy's like, you know, uh, it's that's not the voters' problem if uh, tons and tons of boxes that are mailed in of votes don't get counted until like November 11th. Oh like, yeah, it is. I, I and I just go back to what my grandpa always said, and and this used to seem like it was the rule that everybody stood by, and then it just went away. Your ballot for your vote never left your hand. Like I remember my first vote in 1992, I voted for Ross Perot. And I remember standing in that thing, not knowing what to do. And the one guy said, do not let anyone else touch that paper. I'm like, what? And he goes, that's yours. Once I got it in my hand, he goes, you go in your little booth. I filled it out with that weird black pen. And then I put it through the machine. And then some dude signed it. And the guy behind the thing, the older guy, do not let that get in anyone else's hand. And I'm like, gotcha. And I walked away and I was nervous because I'm like, well, what happens if someone tries to take it and they're supposed to? And then I put it in the thing. And my grandpa always said that your vote and your ballot is the most important thing. Don't trust it to anyone else. And now all of a sudden we're all like, ah, mail it, throw it into this guy's hands to do that. And it, I and don't it, think that's the – let me clarify my point. I'm voting by mail. Yeah. There's, there are instance, you know, mechanisms in place that I can track that vote. You go online. But that's what we're doing. Hold on. on. Let me, let me finish me. this. Hold on. I know. But the mechanisms in place are what we're bitching about got out of, out of hand last time. The computers are easily hacked. That's been a thing since they I know. had that. So though. why in the world would you trust it now? Who's saying I'm trusting it? You I'm just s- said you're going to track it on there, so that's your trust factor. But again, it's, it's just as much trust into that than it is to put it when you're personally everything. putting it into sure. the system. And that's what I didn't like when they went to computerized anything anyway. Yeah. But it's it's. But again, you're putting it in a mach- in a machine, right. and you're trusting that machine as but well. But the green light is the same trust. I get that. It's the same trust. I get. It isn't because it my, is too no, the it same is, trust. No, it's not. Now, I understand computers can be hacked and they've done that, but when you do it yourself and it green lights at the end and then somebody signs and your paper is taken, there's no more transaction possible. If I give you my ballot oh, and you give plenty of transactions, I give you, you my ballot, you give Brady the ballot I gave you, Brady gives it to another guy to put into a box, to give to another guy to deliver it, to give to another guy to run it through. There are now six cooks in the kitchen where there used to just be one. Now, computers can be hacked. The system can be screwed with my point is we've never in the history of this country ever had a thing where it's like yeah just give your ballot to other people and this year it's like being encouraged but this that's year where there I'm is like, one thing what's different. going on with this it's, this has been about the last four elections it hasn't been, been it hasn't been served to us the Not last like this, we yeah. all knew mail-in ballots were a thing it's never been like of course they're a thing and they can show up at any time election day isn't some sort of a but barometer on when we get it. like i can't believe I'm that's a little different here, that's know? a little like, different the covid like, thing look. changes stuff but the the but again it's a convenience factor that we've just gone yeah this is a lot it's an amazon prime thing it's a, it's a lot easier i don't want to stand in line for 2 hours either but that's that's because we're spoiled and- bitches 
That's because we're spoiled bitches. Yeah. Other war-torn countries stand outside. We're starving not war-torn countries. I know we're not, and that's yeah. why we're spoiled bitches. Because when, when they get the right to vote, they stand in line. And now it doesn't mean their elections are real, but they, they go out they and they're like, "Holy crap! What an honor!" We go, "I want to mail it. If I have to stand in line for two hours, I'm not doing it." That's why mail-in ballots are so popular now. I'll be. The, I mean, there's been a. That's the only a couple reason. of years I didn't. I didn't vote because of the line inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. I went by there, I went out to vote, line's too long, I'm like, I'm not going Strictly back. an American bitch problem. Yep. Period. I'm, I agree. I mean, Period. That's fat, lazy American sitting back going, that line's way too long to care. And I get it. It yep. is inconvenient. But come on. Let's not act like this whole thing is based on the idea that, well, it can be corrupt. And if the line's two hours, it's two hours. That's that's your but civic duty. There's that's a lot why of, I like the mail in. Well, I know I like that's, that too, that's what I'm saying. But nobody's yeah. everybody's like, no, it's got to be done this way, and it's always been. It's never been done this. But way. listen, I mean, we can go into gerrymandering and all that too. The amount of polling places has shrunk. They've closed them down. Sure. Yeah. I mean, all of that stuff leads into and why none, we have mail in voting. Of it's and new. if you want to go conspiracy theory, both sides want mail in voting so that of they course can they scre- do. so they can scream corruption. But, I, I don't, yeah. So they can scream corruption is the problem. Agree, we're giving, we're giving whatever side. No, no, I'm not saying I have a solution. Election day, you show up and vote. I don't think no matter that's how long, the why? Because there's the same amount of corruption available in your wet method as there is in there's, mine. There's one less step in you're mine, not seeing, which is handing over your ballot to several people blind and then going to a computer hoping it's tracked. But he, okay, here's another example: the California Republican Party <clears throat> just decided to open up yeah, drop off. I saw that. That's, that's they, terrible. But it's, but it's not. But again, the people that that are trying to do the right thing look at that and they go there. And now you've got another cook in the kitchen. Call like you me said. old fashioned. The right thing is wake up on November third, go vote. You are old fashioned and be done. You are old fashioned. Yeah. So you're going to have we're to babies. Move. But well, babies and then or otherwise, the years, this is the system is, we yeah. have. It's, and it also it's, it's a new system, Rich. It's not. It's not the system we've had. The old, and I even am fine with the old survivor is, way. But look at the person, write the it down and put it in a bucket. The old yeah. fashioned way. Sure. I didn't say it's the system we've had. It's the yeah. system we have. Yeah. Well, now. that doesn't make it right. The but system it's we here, have. John. Yeah. How do we? How do we fix it? You don't do it. It's the diehard thing. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Quit and I've got a solution. I've got a solution. It didn't need changing. You show up on election day. Well, I. Well, I'll differ with that because the reason why it needed changing is because people weren't showing up on election right, day. Right, because we're lazy. Yep. And they said, so gotta, we got to get these people to figure it that. out. So, and it's the so same thing tried. as trying to get prisoners to vote and everything else. If you don't see it as this as either side, so and we, I'm not I'm not picking a side here. I'm looking at right. both going, what the heck is going But that's your choice on? to vote. Right. You don't have to vote. I mean, it's your choice Absolutely. to vote. That's very so, true. One of your choices in voting is not voting. Right. So what's the difference in opening up for a week? Then instead of having one uh, look, election day, having seven. You got a deadline on it. I'm fine with that. But you can't sit and say what I've been hearing. And what I heard this morning is some guy saying on the news and another guy going, yeah, that makes tons of sense. Is I don't care if these ballots are stamped. I don't care. If they show up on November 17th, they need to be counted. No, they don't. Because then you can just go, okay, here's a, here's a box I just made. Look, in 1960, uh, uh, 1960. That's exactly what happened, and then we found out 20 years later that Kennedy and his cronies decided to have a nice Chicago stuff. Your people, Brett, uh, allegedly, the ones allegedly. That, when they found all tons the, of dead people, when voted they found how year. tight it was going to be a few days after the election. Oh yeah, here's a bunch of new ones. Oh yeah, and they were all dead people. Sam Giancana and yeah. the boys had nothing to do with it. So things that show up after the election, I question. There's a day for it. And, and to tell me that they can't get it done is ridiculous because I'm dealing with the IRS. And right now, I'll tell you right now, on the 16th of April, if you're postmarked wrong, your taxes are late. They can do it. There's no problem counting the votes for American Idol. They get that <laughs> exactly. done overnight. Thank you. And you can vote multiple times like Brett's people do. I don't know why, you know, the convenience doesn't Dancing with that. the stars right. votes during the show. <laughs> and at the end, we have results. There's and nobody, no corruption there's, there. Well, there was a confusion last week, Brady. Tyra, oh, okay. Tyra kicked off the wrong couple accidental. Uh, and, but there were three <laughs> left. Oh, under the bus. It was a mess. <laughs> I'm like, why did they get? They were good. Why are they not? Uh, no, no, they're not safe. And these people, it was terrible. She doesn't look good. That's why this year on election night, Steve Harvey will announce the winner. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we should. Steve have. Harvey, no. John Travolta. I just Tyra find Banks. it funny yes. that we're saying everything's more convenient, and all of a sudden the windows open to a three-month election. <laughs> I know, and I'm wrong. like, like you just said. Now I know it's not the same system, and you couldn't use it. Like we have 
nothing but convenience that whittles things down to an hour's time. Apple can tell me what I've done all day long, yeah. when I did it, yep. how I did it, and get it locked into a system somewhere else. The second it happens, and we're like, "Well, this is going to take this is going to take months." You got to take man out of the equation. Yeah, exactly, this is going to take. You, months no, you got to take politics and party out of the. Well, good luck the with equation. that. You're not going to do it. That'll never. <laughs> no, this I is what I'm That's complaining what I'm about. That's but, what I'm saying. But basically, we have to sit back and say, "Fine, I understand the system is mailing things in." I get somehow or another that everybody seems okay with the fact that this election can go on until January if we want it to. It's just however many late votes job. Who knows? But uh, what I don't understand is how no one's sitting back going, it's based on our laziness. It's based on our inability to go stand in a goddamn line. And then we have excuses. And, Rich, you can't have it because you've never dealt with it. It's so hard because the gerrymandering and what – you've never been to a polling place where you stood in line because you're a white guy in a white neighborhood. And our, our polling places are cake. I've never spent more than I, I, 20 I, minutes trying to vote. I stood an hour in Maricopa, yeah. but Maricopa had Man. three polling places. Well, while the time. news tells me it's six, seven hours long to vote, look at these lines. It's a complete catastrophe. I remember going in. I was the only guy there. No, oh, I know. I've seen them in Texas and yeah. Georgia. It was insane. But the news is flying helicopters over the one place that's crazy. Stations overloaded. Yeah. And I'm like, no, the one by my house, I was the only guy in it. Yeah. My neighbor but showed not up everybody in the middle can, and we had a talk. But not everybody can go to your polling Of course place. not. But that's the point is that there's some that are going to be really crazy and they make it seem like we need a new system when we really don't. We just need to open up a few more. My bigger bitch was churches. The separation of church and state oh, yeah. and then you wander a, into a church a, to vote. As a polling yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. I've never gotten that. It should all be elementary schools and state run. And open them all up. And I always thought that was not, okay that they're providing that facility to, yeah. to do it. but. It's crazy to me that we've made it less convenient with convenience. Because that's all I heard this morning, and I've heard it a lot. Well, it's going to take forever. We don't know how it's going to be. November 14th, I don't know. We'll count as many as Why show has up. this count gotten so you difficult? Know, why did it get so hard all of a sudden when you're right? American Idol can have a winner within 24 hours. We had 35 million votes. It's not too different. AT&T got it all done. Never so, once. So Ryan Seacrest should yeah. produce our, our, our uh, hey, election look, this year or the what? The way I'm looking at it? Executive yeah. producer, Ryan Seacrest. And here's the reason I'm kind of complaining about it. I talk to a lot of cops, and they're like, we are on call from November 4th until whenever this nightmare ends. And all of them tell me, I wish to Christ we could just have a normal election day that ends that day. Now, I know there's always tight races and stuff, and unless it's a landslide. But three or four days after the election, you'll have the things and stuff like that. <laughs> Cube Joe Cubella says, stop trying to undermine this election, asshole. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm undermining it. <laughs> it, it. Brett's the one who said don't vote. I didn't say don't vote. I said, but that is your choice. <laughs> it is your choice. That is a choice to vote. Right. funny? If you don't want to wait in line, then it's your vote. choice he's not to vote. vote. And he's doing it again. What? It's that chair. Gotta stop telling everybody not to vote. No, stop. Jeez. My people have the dead people voting. Yeah, I know. You got you. Trust me. You, you guys don't need to vote. I got your, your whole <laughs> got family's you. voting on my end. Dexter says, Brett, you might want to move to another mic. Bad things happen in that spot. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. I just don't. I, I, I guess it's – I'm an old-fashioned fella. And I says, see that, this is it. I respect you vote that. On, you vote on election day, and then election day is over. Which is good because it's quite the uh, – that's the only line that you'll put up with. Other than that. I, but I never had a, to stand a, a in a restaurant. Oh, or I won't you, stand in lines. Yeah, yeah. If you saw a yeah. line out front, but that's, and that's how our. But there's where line. there's where it's it the is. Convenience Brady. It's laziness. Yeah, the laziness factor. I have to. I hate lines. Yeah. I won't stand in line for anything. Right. But when it comes to like voting, and it's the one gift we have that we all have as Americans, we've taken for granted this voting thing so much. It's so much. You talk to my friend Janny, and he's like, "Oh, there was a coup." So my village was attacked, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? And I'm like, yeah, we didn't have a say in who was running our village because these other guys just showed up and took it. Oh, that's too bad. I didn't because it was raining <laughs> right. that day. And, and I, I didn't just, go out I because there were like rain. 13 people there. It was, gonna, it was hot. It's going to take forever, and I was hungry. I really, Hey, Janny, I was really hungry, and I had so many options to go eat while your village was under an attack. We take it for granted in a huge way and say make it more convenient for me and stuff. But that's yeah. the crazy part. Somebody will wait in line an hour and a half to get into snooze for breakfast on a Sunday, <laughs> but they can't wait an hour to, to go vote. Yeah, on the I other mean, side of it. I'm yep. the other way. I don't wait in lines, but if it's voting lines, I'm like, this, I have to do this. I hate it. It doesn't mean I like the lines. And, but but I, I think about the times. It, it, it has been maybe 15 minutes at the longest. I don't think the, I've ever the, waited long. The one time I did drive yeah. by that I didn't do it, it was out the door, and yeah. I just I didn't go back. In fact— the one time I had to wait was because some old lady 
couldn't find the guy in front of me. That was really the the crux of the time. I just she's running that giant ruler. Line, I just yeah. I just are you at the right polling place? I went to the uh, one year. I went you to had the wrong four place. voter cards once. Yeah. Yeah, you could have done. Some <laughs> but you damage. have four voter cards. Only all initial because Brady's got nicknames: Boomer, <laughs> Chief, D. Brady. Boss. He had tons of Boss, Boss Bogan, Boss Bogan, David B. D. Brady. I'm like, look at all these. It's full house. <laughs> but yeah, it's just your social security number covers that. But yes, things can get corrupt, and people. But that's the thing. Everybody thinks that if you're if you're trying to say, well, what happened to election days? Like you're undermining this election. I just thought we had a system in place, and now we're just trying to add more to it. I just don't think adding in any sort of thing like this is ever good. We had a thing, and I get it. There are places that the neighborhood sucks, and like you said, gerrymandering's been a problem since the beginning. That's not new. Gerrymandering popped up in the 1700s because they realized, eh, we're going to have some people who are going to try to manipulate this, so let's make it a thing about it. That didn't start here like in the last 10 years. That's been going on for a long time. And by the way, it's not going to stop. Because you get one guy who's like, we just got to scoot this little section of thing and we'll never lose this district. And they do it all the time. I'm just saying. Election day. It's called election day. Not election period of time of the year. But yeah, we're talking to those cops and hearing them say, yeah, we're for, and it's not, it doesn't matter who wins. Yeah, they've got plans for both sides losing losing their minds in the streets. So, and it is Daniel. Look, I'm fine. Be convenient. Do whatever. Make it better. But I, that's the difference. Make it better has not happened. I don't see this as a better system. If you're going to make it really good, just have some sort of uh, email vote. Would you ever do that? Me? No, would you email not. vote? No, no, of course not. We've got a guy on our street named Yuri. He collects all our early ballots. <laughs> Yuri's good. He comes to my neighborhood, too. He knocked on the door. He goes, you vote? And I'm like, no, I'll do it for you. And he left. And I'm like, oh, good. Well, that's convenient. I don't even have to fill out the paper anymore. Yuri will do it. Now, that's convenient. So I send it in November 10, 12, 15. Doesn't matter. They all count. Election time period. I'm just saying we could be a little more diligent on our end. The whole reason that personal responsibility has caused this COVID thing to just go on and on and on. It's because we keep waiting for other people to do stuff for us instead of taking a little responsibility on our own going, I can do this voting thing on my own. Now, if they, they crash the, the voting computers, guess what? We're done. But if we give it to, like, here, Brady, I voted. You go take care of that for me and mail it. Sure thing. Who'd you vote for? I'm telling you. And all you have to do is peek. Oh, this guy voted against the one I want to go. You don't know if some lunatic is looking through all that stuff going, I'm not going to count any of the Bidens. You don't know that. Right. So, John, the wheelchair-bound are lazy because they may not have a way to get to the polling site. I see. Really? I thought we're supposed to treat them equally. Uh, well, that and I, I thought they were just, as, just <laughs> yeah. as equal as we are. They can do what we can do. But now, all of a sudden, they can't go stand in line. They can sit in line. <laughs> the wheelchair people would be so pissed off at whoever just said that. I can't vote because I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> the hell you can't. I've seen your people climbing mountains. And they've got ramps, code. Yeah, right. You don't have ramps. If they the just code. look, if they did uh, voting polls at the top of where Rocky, sorry. where Rocky Stairs statue only. is, <laughs> like, oh, really? Yeah, sorry, guys. Just and I don't think that there's that many handicapped people that are like, ah. And we put it on the top of the Rocky steps, and then there's uh, another voting place that uh, on Roosevelt's head on Mount Rushmore. Everybody else uh, tried to get. Uh, come on, wheelchair people are struggling to vote unless it's emailed and quit it. They'll find a spot. And by the way, I don't know anybody in a, in a voting line that's like, all right, wheelie, I'm going to make it as hard as I can for you. Go right ahead. Yeah. If you're the second ladder on the right. <laughs> right. Your voting is the seventh shelf, <laughs> as high as you can go. And no, we don't have any helpers today. I'm sorry. It's, it's terrible. Wow, John. I honestly never thought I would hear this in all these years of, of listening to you. Yeah. Quote, unquote, my name is John Holmberg. Get off my lawn. Yeah, Okay, don't start me on the get off my lawn. We've talked about this before. <laughs> Sometimes you shouldn't be on the lawn. Get off my goddamn lawn has merit. Why are you standing on another person's lawn? Do you want some stranger standing in your front yard? What did you say to him? That's not an old man thing. Yeah, if, I you, love could it. Have the, if you could have the cluster of people that the person would say that. Yeah. And have 50 people go over and stand on their lawn. Yeah, go stand on their lawn and just watch them go, What's well, up, bro? I don't want to come across as an old weirdo. <laughs> hey, gang, want some drinks? No, you scream, get off my goddamn lawn. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Votes, John. I just got an Instapot on Amazon Prime Day for <laughs> See, 43 bucks. There what? You go. There you go. <laughs> that's my point. Brady's not waiting in line for yeah. anymore to vote. <laughs> what world Instapots? <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> Instapot. Doug hit us up on Facebook, says, old school is the very best. Just get your lazy asses out, yeah. freaking vote, then go home, go to work, whatever, or wherever. Celebrate the fact that you're still able to move freely about. He's been right. saying that for years. You yeah. get the day off from voting, check yeah. out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If your boss tries to fire you on election day, you get a lawsuit. You get a time period, and if the lines are long, you... You don't go back. You, you just get say, how much yeah. time you need. Yeah, you need to vote. My my area was forever. In fact, I'd lie. I told people that last election. Well, remember those two hour lines at Lady Blewett? I'm like, just stay home. I think we had someone at. Um, I think it was the old station. They said, "Oh, lines forever," and the news was there live at yeah, the time. It was there was no blazing there. through. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful of that. If you're going to pull that, you better go down to that. But actually, do Everything's it. Everything's flowing yeah. great over here yeah. at polling station. Go down there and make sure that the poll is actually a couple oh, hours man, long. Oh man, there was an accident. That one, yeah. Well, I got 15 different people that pushed me. I got into a fight. No, you didn't. The news was there the whole day. Said it was smooth. You still have your golf glove on. Yeah. <laughs> and you're drunk. <laughs> So, yeah, we're not allowed to – that's the other – we're not allowed to drink on election day, right? That's right. a huge thing. On election day, you're not allowed to drink till till polls close. <laughs> Is that still a thing? Yes, it's still a thing. But now that the election started in ever, June and goes till November 17th, you can get drunk every day and vote. I don't think I ever was aware of that one. Yeah, that's an election day rule that there is no alcohol to be served from like a certain time to a certain time. Oops. Huh. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just like Eddie Murphy Whether or not it's say. enforced – well, That's the true. bars have to enforce it. At least they used to. Maybe they have yeah. changed it in the last election or so. So you got to go and nurture I voted sticker to get a yeah. beer now or we, what? Well, no. <laughs> you have to wait till the polls close. Oh, okay. Because you can it. go back and try to vote again. <laughs> it's like what Eddie Murphy used to say about that. He's like, they do that so you don't get drunk and go, I voted for Jesse Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get drunk and do something silly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I am old school with that. And you know what? Sometimes the old the old folks were right. You know what old people were right about too? Don't go into debt. There's a whole group of your grandparents that you say, I don't know what you're thinking about handing your social security number to people. That's crazy. Uh, and I don't know why you would buy a house without money or buy something without money. It's like, American way. Yeah, and now it's become like, Oh, you're an old man, get off my lawn. Okay. Student debt, $50,000 guy complaining that somebody's got to pay your bill. Learn about credit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, oh, yeah. And also, please get off my lawn. You learn about credit, bro. Well, my grandpa used to always say that. We were in the, uh, you know, we're in the half pipe. And he'd be like, you know, bro. I'm like, what is it, abuelo? You got to learn about, that's what I call it. It was a cute little thing. He was Spanish. Learn about credit, bro. Old sage telling you something real cool. Also, keep people off your lawn. Yeah, I just, it's, you know. Somebody says, how do you feel about voter ID? I'm for it. <laughs> I think you should identify yourself as a voter. I think that's very important. I don't know. I also heard something this morning on the same guy, too. Same guy talking was like, and also, uh, and he was just like an expert on everything awful. The polling places are going to be impossible because uh, I don't see this six-foot rule holding up. And the host is like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, recent studies are showing now that six feet may not be enough. We may start having to be 12 feet of separation. And if that's <laughs> the case, and I'm like, Jesus Christmas, just end this thing. Let's What's all the line th- at the re- It's a mile yeah, long. I, it's 15, 20 miles long. <laughs> Social distancing. We have five people waiting. It's a bit ridiculous. Well, what the hell's going on if 12 feet becomes a thing? I can't gauge that. I watched Olivia Fierro interview Joe Biden. It was like... Like Joe was trying to leave. It's like when the comedians try to leave and Brady blocks them and doesn't realize he's doing it. <laughs> Double hands on And the hips. guy's like 10 feet away and his one foot out the door kind of thing. But Brady's there. He's like, there's no egress. <laughs> it just looked really weird. They were probably 20 feet away. She's shouting at an old man. He's kind of hearing the questions. They've got these <laughs> masks on their face. 12 feet's too many feet. Now, I'm all for keeping away from folks. 
But the grocery store is hard enough to figure out now with all the arrows and the buttons anyway. You've got to be 12 feet apart at all times. If that's, if that's also a thing, we're done. I don't know how you stay 12 feet. We couldn't uh, – no office place has 12 feet gaps yeah, between no employees, so they're all closed. There's no business that can run at 12 feet apart of everybody at all times. Houses Plus, are going to be huge. The houses, yeah, apartments have to be. You're going to get like 70,000 square foot apartment. Look, there's nothing I can do here. i got to stay so far away from my four roommates. You're dead. All the buildings they're making. They're pointless now. Just tear all your walls down and stand as far away from everybody as possible. But 12 feet. If I backed up 12 feet right now, you know what I'd do? I'd be within five feet of the guy that was 12 feet away from me a second ago. I look forward to 250,000 seat capacity stadiums, but only every four seats are taken. You know what else I look forward to? Everybody losing their voice at age 12. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What? I can't hear the waiter! (laughs) No, we had a story. But after years... We'll, we'll have the loudest voice. I was going to say, oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, had a story true. about how fast we're evolving. That's that'll true. that'll happen really quick now. That is true. Yeah, we'll start being screaming <laughs> at the top of our lungs. Nobody thing. gets lost in the fog. Yeah, yeah we'll all be Alexis Breyer. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mark Breyer. Brace yourself. And I'm Alexis Breyer! <laughs> Way ahead of my time! She's a very loud woman. She was, she was preparing for this social distancing thing for years. Tell them how we met, Mark! <laughs> Well, I was in North Dakota, and you were in Texas, and I heard a screech, and I ran towards it. I didn't realize that it was thousands of miles from me. I was on the ocean. Yeah. Our boat was lost. <laughs> I heard some sort of weird bird or horn. Screaming. We went, we went to the sound. Screaming about law. Fourteen miles later, we found the sound. You're my knight in shining armor! Oh, my God. The fog was thick as pea soup. <laughs> If she was on the Titanic, they wouldn't have been able to find it a hell of a The iceberg would have just blown up. Iceberg, get ahead! (laughs) It's gone! Great job, Alexis. You could keep it down just a little. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, Also, uh, another thing to worry about in 2020, some guys standing out there. I think it was uh, Scottsdale. And... uh, He's standing outside, hanging around in the backyard. <laughs> what the hell was that? Wanders over, a piece of a plane. Um, FAA has no answers. Wow. <laughs> There's no identifiers on the plane? No, no plane's missing any parts. But some, He's like, I, big giant. Nope, we yeah. got everything. Roger that. He's like, I'm standing outside. Uh, he said, good thing my kids weren't out or that didn't hit a freeway. Because in the backyard, he's And he looks over and it's like a, 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 I forget the size of it, but it was a. It's better than that. Those poop bergs they used to drop. Well, out they of the think plane. it's well, those they, would go through houses. Yeah, they think it's a door, some part of the uh, oh, la- lavatory. Good ah. underneath, like everything. There is a hatch. Oh, it's a plug. I guess <laughs> it was. Uh, it's the one that so there's poop from here to, to yeah. Paradise yeah. Valley. Yeah, it's just going, <laughs> <laughs> just strafing. Uh, one foot by one foot, uh, about a two pound chunk of plane. And he walked. He said, "I walked over Two to it." Two pounds from thirty thousand feet that's, is. Hey, look, that's a bomb. They yeah. say a penny from one hundred and ten <laughs> stories will blow through your brain. That's you're not going to do well when that hits you. Uh, well, yeah, so it's a white piece of metal. The side was all white, and then uh, that was on the ground. It looked to me like a sign from a freeway or something. So I went and picked it up and turned it over and saw the writing on it and realized immediately that this has fallen from an airplane. <laughs> so that's a thing. And and they're like, we don't know where it came from. Did you check all your planes for missing chunks? Yeah. Ah, why would we do that? We here at Legionnaire constantly check for missing chunks, and we're often surprised at how do many you? how many we are. So we do stopped. You? We stopped looking. Jose, bring me the duct tape. Yeah, we found the best way to not uh, find missing chunks is to not look for them. <laughs> Thank you guys for doing a great job. Nose up. <laughs> yeah. So beware of that because that's a fun thing to have to deal with. Is that plane chunks falling from the sky? This poor guy's. And I love that people always say, I'm just glad that the kids weren't out there. I'm glad. Well, yeah, you're just glad it didn't hit anybody. It's a good thing. It, I'm glad it didn't hit a freeway. This guy came up with every scenario on the news you can come up with for how horrible this might have gotten. Right in the middle of our cornhole game. <laughs> yeah, it, it three points. It cornholed right into the board. I stayed 12 feet from it. What is your distance level? Like the six feet thing I'm fine with. Like I was at the bank the other day and they've got the stickers on the ground and you stand on your sticker. It's like a big giant uh, worldwide pandemic hopscotch we're playing. And then you stand six feet away and then uh, the guy goes and then you jump to his circle. 
now you're on his circle. And then and then you go to the bank teller and she says, I can't hear you. No. She takes her mask off. You take your mask off. You communicate from a foot and a half away. I, we, I see we, the, we, the we actually six foot thing more important. Obviously, if you're not wearing a mask, that's the thing. If I'm masked up, I mean, the six feet is fine. If it was a little bit closer, I, I feel fine that I'm masking their mask. That's to, Brady, you've got to read that guideline. Yeah. Six feet and a mask. The mask yeah, doesn't make it so you can get close anymore. Yeah. It's but never been that way. I've never seen uh, a line just spot on. Boy, the bank was pretty great. I mean, uh, the ones that are easier that have. I've the, seen uh, them at the Home Depot. They're pretty. They gap out pretty, pretty good. good yeah. But the swizzle in the guy stops the place like a. Uh, if somebody gets up without a mask, it's pretty awesome. The guy behind the bar, they're so worried that there's a spy in there. Yeah. And uh, I pop in there for a drink. Now I want to. I want to be a regular at a bar, and I've chosen the Swizz. If you go to the Swizz, you're immune to anything. I think though. so too. <laughs> You've got a good point. So I'm standing there, and I'm having my drink at the Swizz, and I'm at my table. And uh, some guy at a table gets up and he goes, I want to see you guys getting loosey-goosey with the masks. And all of a sudden, the place got quiet like a classroom when the teacher got mad. <laughs> he goes, you sit down. If you got a mask on, you can walk around. If you don't, sit down. Ooh, Swizzle's mad. And I'm like, he's right. They have to watch their ass. This is They're like hanging by the, the skin of their teeth here at the Swizz. Coach yeah. Flake's bartending. Coach Flake, all right, you dumbasses. <laughs> you got all loosey-goosey running around here. You no suck. mask on. No, that was Coach Clark. <laughs> oh, that's Coach right. Flake was the one that wouldn't let us prepubescent boys have towels until he gave them to us. He hands out masks. You got them towel snapping games going on. Well, old Crunch Flake's got a thing. We used to call him Crunch Flake. We made him a cereal because one kid who could draw real good made Crunch Flake's cereal boxes. <laughs> and so we had this little dude with a clipboard standing out there with his thumbs up, and he's standing from a big bowl of Crunch Flakes that were all shaped like him. Oh, Crunch Flake. We didn't know he was aware of it. Thinks your towel snapping game's gotten ridiculous. Oh, guess no, what? Knows. No towels. <laughs> oh, no. So when you're done showering, you boys come get a towel from me. So you walk around naked with your balls of, like, my hairless. <laughs> Drawn in pubes. Walking around next to Todd Linkus's man dick, and I got this <laughs> pimple that I'm walking around. Like, what, do you shave? Are you? No, I don't have anything yet. You're 13. I know. It's going to be a couple more years. I got a couple, but. They're weird. You'll see. They'll drop. Yeah. <laughs> Someday you'll drop like mine did three years ago in fourth grade. Yeah, yeah, I know. Alphabetically, we got to stand next to each other, and every bit of my horror is coming true. Oh, Todd, could you not move around so fast? Your dick just hit me in the stomach. <laughs> Sorry about that thing. I'm, it's new. <laughs> I'm going to go sit down and pee. With my, You're going to what? With my girl button. <laughs> But yeah, so Crunch Flake stood outside. Good shower, here, Lincoln. Nice job, Harris. Hey, Holmberg, you need the ladies' locker room. I know. It's a... <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. You don't need a towel to dry that off. You need a tampon. All right, Coach. <laughs> but yeah, so no. <laughs> coach Clark was the one that called everybody sucks. He wouldn't cuss. <laughs> I don't know what got us off on that. Oh, he was at the swizzle. <laughs> you sucks. Put a mask on. I don't care if your ears drool like little Ricky Strumpf or if you're the great Derek Zellner. <laughs> now the head football coach at some of the schools around here, Derek Z, God damn it, what a man. But we're all equal. The great Derek Zellner who glows at night, and when the sun hits him, he glitters. And the retard Ricky Strumpf who eats out of the garbage. We're all even up. Or if you're like Rich Valls who eats peanuts off the floor. <laughs> That's right. Vols, who I've actually caught eating nuts off the ground, is even with the great Derek Zellner, who occasionally hums when he gets close to me. He will not be selling. His body makes a noise. He's like an ethereal goddess. But he's the exact same as Vols, uh, vacuuming up peanuts off the ground, because his parents are poor. We're all the same. <laughs> Everybody's the same. Giant, big dick, supersized Derek Zellner. And uh, tiny baby button, John Holmberg over there. They're all the same. Everybody's the same. You sucks have to understand that. You put a mask on, don't you get loosey-goosey? Nothing better than being in a bar and the bartender snaps. All right, that's it. You get loosey-goosey with these masks, I'm clearing this dump. And we all sat back like, he's going to kick us out. You ain't kicking us out. They want right, money. You're suffering yeah. right now. Yeah. We'll that's comply. It. Clear the swizzle, shut her down. I'm like, <laughs> what? 
clear the swizzle. Why? I'm shutting it down. I can't take Phrase it. Phrase has never been yeah. said before. Yeah. Relax, Taffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to the bathroom. No, they're a mask. You're not. I forgot it. And we all wear those chin diapers, like South Park says, and try to act like that's a thing. Watch it's, that. It's, it's so that's great. all I saw. It's. And now that's all you'll see. That's Once you realize see. chin diapers are the way they did it, because you put a mask on and he puts yeah. it over his chin. He's like, thank God. And then you look around and you see people in chin diapers. Swizzle. I saw a guy I've known for a long time named Ron. I used to be a regular at my friend's bar and then a regular at another bar. Now he's a regular at the Swizz. So I went up and he's at the end. I'm like, Ron, I haven't seen you forever. And he goes, eh, we start talking. We both have our masks on. He goes, I can't do it. And he pulls it down and I pull mine down. And we're just standing there with chin right. diapers. <laughs> like we're just talking a foot and a half away. The Swizz. Is that Derek? That's Derek. That's great Derek Zellner. <laughs> Look By at that way, fine Izod shirt. That's a photograph of Derek Zellner circa 1984, <laughs> probably in the eighth grade. And I bet you he had more that year than you've had your entire life, suck. <laughs> Derek Zellner was born. The doctor said it's a boy before the body came out because it was all penis. <laughs> You've heard of breach birth? Breach birth, he came out dick first. (laughs) (laughs) And the world rejoiced. We're all the same, sucks. Zellner and his humongous, supersized, superhero penis. Holmberg over there with that, what is that, a clitoris? I don't know what he's carrying. (laughs) Shredded his mom's grundle. Looks like the key lock on a small briefcase. Go Gilbert Tigers. He's coaching them Gilbert Tigers. Look at that brood. <laughs> Photographs his owner popping up because it's easy to find him. And don't think I haven't looked at each and every one of them. All he has is boys. That's it. Over 25 pounds of penis. Derek's owner's <laughs> such a man, his first girl came out a boy. <laughs> State champion. Derek Zellner will assign your gender. <laughs> I've never met Derek Zellner. <laughs> Went to school. We got to get him in here. I know. <laughs> I look. I, the stories told to me as a sophomore in high school by Coach Clark about Derek Zellner <laughs> made me love him. I want to meet this. I'm legend. 48 years old. This this is now a 33 year problem for me. And not only do I want to meet if him, I hear one more Derek. I want to see his door. dick. <laughs> is it golden like they say? Seriously, seriously. May I see the golden gun? Huh? Coach Clark said your dick was made of gold. <laughs> to who? Me and Ricky Strumpf. The retard? Yeah, but we're all even. <laughs> Look at him. He's even got Coach's film on his Facebook page. That's right, goddammit, because Derek thinks about two things. <laughs> Maintenance on his dick and football. <laughs> yeah, he's. I don't know if he's a great person, a terrible person. Oh, he's a great I'll person. I'll tell you right now, Coach Clark was head over heels in love with that guy. Got us our one and only state championship. 1987, Derek Zellner. Not to mention they had three guys who went pro on the defense, but Zellner was his guy. I know we got Luke Davis. He's going to run up there to BYU and be a star. The TC and Toby Wright, future L.A. Rams. That don't matter to me at all. (laughs) Go start Nebraska all you want. Jesus Cooper Zellner's son last week ran for 153 yards and a TD on 18 carries. Derek's other son, Wyatt, had 10 solo tackles, five assistant tackles, and a sack. The Zellners! You know what's great about Derek Zellner? <laughs> Story by Coach Clark. When De- I tell you right now, you sucks Listen up. I don't want any loosey-goosey running around about here. You stupid sucks. Coach Clark's talking. Derek Zellner, we had a play called No Blockers. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a scramble out where the blockers ran off the field and Zellner was out there by himself just beating people down with that giant dick. <laughs> two carries, 200 yards. Two? Two. We start on the one, time to call the old no blocker. Couldn't run it every play. Sexual assault issues, but... <laughs> went both ways. First oh, he half, went both ways. 100 solo tackles. Tell you what, if there's any anybody make me go both ways, it's Derek goddamn Zellner. <laughs> You sucks. Put your masks on. <laughs> I don't care about no COVID. None of you look good enough. Derek, take your mask off. <laughs> All the rest of you mask up because you're no Derek Zellner. <laughs> DZ in the house, you sucks. Look at these mother suckers out here screwing around thinking they're a Zellner. <laughs> so you think you can throw a football? I'm pretty good. Kind of short. Yeah. You're no Derek Zellner. I know. I know. <laughs> mother sucker, throw the ball. Let's see what you got. You got a little zip on it. Ain't Zellner style. Thanks, coach.
Yeah, I wonder what Coach Clark is bartending at the Swizzle Inn. <laughs> I would Please go every let day. that happen. I'm going to take DZ over there. I'm going to meet. I'm going to have a blind date with Derek Zellner and his golden dick, and we're going to go to the Swizzle Inn. <laughs> we're going to walk around without masks because Coach Clark will allow that. People are looking up his his Facebook oh, page and sending yeah. the links over to me. Now. <laughs> Poor Derek. Sorry, I'm uh, sorry in advance, Derek Zellner. This is less about you as a human being and more about the legend created when I was a sophomore in high school. Caitlin Arnold wrote in. She said, y'all are killing me right now. Derek Zellner is my uncle. Is that right? <laughs> That's what she says. <laughs> you lucky. Yeah, What's consider, her name? Consider Derek. yourself blessed. Caitlin Arnold. Caitlin Arnold, just for being his niece, I bet you get a bigger dick than Holmberg. <laughs> <laughs> All Zellners have a bigger dick than Holmberg. The ladies, the babies, the dogs, the cats, anything associated. Cockroach. Cockroach. If there's a cockroach in Zellner's house... It probably, A, it probably glows and humps. <laughs> B, it's dicks bigger than Holmberg. There ain't no question about that. Yeah, I loved Coach Clark because the stories immediately made me realize this guy's not, he's a Saturday Night Live character. This, <laughs> did you ever have him? You went to Dawson. No, no. Huh? Oh. I had Coach Flake. But I Coach Flake at, yeah. at Rhodes was a pretty. You, did, you went to Dobson? Or no, you I went, went to, you went to Rhodes and then you went to yep. That's right. Never mind. Yeah, you didn't have Coach Clark. I missed the Derrick Zellner. <laughs> you can't miss Derek Zellner. <laughs> you can only avoid him for a certain amount of time. Eventually, he will come into your life. Shadow will cross. <laughs> yeah. and, and right now, I believe that is Curry. <laughs> Just hope you're on the better side. Yeah. I remember one time it was raining. They were going to cancel the game, and Derek said, don't worry about it. He's still in the field. And the rain only took east and west of the field. We had a pure, perfect field, sunshine. Derek Zellner glows. You seen Watchmen? You seen Dr. Manhattan up there on his planet? Derek Zillner built him that house up there. That blue man with his huge wing. Ran a 4-1 in a monsoon. (laughs) You ran a 4-1 in one of those old-timey scuba outfits. (laughs) Underwater, without the pipe. (laughs) By the way, voting is uh, November 3rd. I'm going back to that. (laughs) Derek Zillner said so. Vote Zellner. Spencer says, John, I, I get what you're saying. I really do about voting by mail, but I work 12 to 13 hours a day, seven days a week, and I'm away from home for two to three months at a time to yeah. do it. Something about a disc jockey who works five hours a day, oh, five hours a week, calling me lazy, rubs me wrong. I'm sorry to say it. Yeah. Lazy. <laughs> I'm doing it just to be a butthole. But you're allowed you, to vote. And you said that. I'm like, all right, I am. I am. I uh, still uh, like the convenience. You know it, but there's and there's no shame in it unless you, you make I'm it like, shameful. I'm, I'm just saying. Yep. Yeah, there is a time when you're traveling and whatever else they have to make concessions for you. But I have no issue with the concessions made for people with real things. We're making them for everyone now. That's pure laziness. An able-bodied me shouldn't have a thing. Well, I just can't make it. Are you traveling all over the place and you got stuff? Yeah, you have to make uh, arrangements. But I'm saying. November 3rd, it's over. And what I'm worried about is the whole thing about, well, you know, they can show up any time. That, that's not how this works. In your argument around the, around the world, the people that you yeah. know, show up to vote, there's reasons why their presidents win 95% well, there's some of, of that the too. There's some of that too. It's but those control. people, think of that. People still stand in line to vote because that's important to them. Whether that's corrupt or whatever, they're like, we have a voice. This is the only time I get to do it. I just think it's important. That's all. It's important to have like a deadline, and it seems like they've opened the gate. Both sides. I'm not blaming anyone. Both sides are like, yeah. And that to me is – that isn't benefiting us. That's benefiting them. That makes them divide us and conquer us a whole lot easier, and we're falling right in line. Falling right in line. This guy says, I used to train with Toby Wright about eight years ago. I never trained so hard in my life. My nickname became Blowing Chunks. <laughs> I always finish the workout after I blew chunks. Toby is a good dude. I don't know which one of them hit me. It was Toby or TC in a pickup game that we were having over at Dobbs in high school. He was rehabbing or something. And I'm whipping the ball around because I had a rocket for an arm. I was tiny, but I had a rocket. I'm throwing it. I'm like, oh, this kid can throw 50 yards. And I ain't got a good arm. All right, let's play a little bit. And we were going to have like some sort of weird structured practice after for football. Whew. Just whipping it all over the field. Like, this guy's good. Toby, for whatever reason, decided to just attack me. Or TC. I'm not sure which. It's not bigotry. They looked exactly alike. They were brothers. And brothers in. Sure, sure. The fraternal. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, not like, you know. They were brothers, too. If you explain but they were it, also, you make it worse. They were brothers. <laughs> they were also brothers, aside from being brothers. 
<laughs> I, I threw one and I stood there like, yeah. Whoosh. And Toby's just bar- Toby or TC slash barreling in, and he just hit me really, really hard. And I just remember going, oh, I'm too small for football. <laughs> and I got up and I didn't play anymore. And it was just some weird pickup game that I agreed to play tackle football with the Wright brothers, not the ones that Brady's familiar with. <laughs> Orville could hit. Orville, was, Orville had some skills. His shoes weren't built for the modern game, but he could fly, so to speak. John, one thing you haven't mentioned about Derek. Derek he Downer? Is, he is Arizona's sundial. Oh, my God, that is true. I've forgotten about that. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. He's like that nuclear clock. <laughs> You see, your, your microwave starts flashing 12, called DZ. He'll tell you exactly what time it is. Uh, what is that? Prime Meridian. <laughs> he's going to give you Greenwich Mean. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, he's true. Oh, he's true. To the second, to the millisecond. He lays down his dick, just says, it's 1230. <laughs> and it is. You don't need shadows. He lays down, points it towards the sky, and his dick says what time it is. Like Big Ben. Stay, stay away from him during the solstice. Yeah, oh, man, you wouldn't be around him during the eternal equinox. Eternal. That's Derek Jones, the eternal equinox. Never stops equining. Never never stops equinoxing around Zellner, whatever that is. I love Derek Zellner. Never met the man. Coach of the Gilbert Tigers, evidently. Yeah, so, so it appears. Not anymore. No, he's going to be he's, he's ASU's head coach. Yeah, right. I guess Coach Clark has anything to say. Who's this guy? You just have to hire He's kind of the t- somebody said it's like he sounds like Chuck Norris. He was the, he was my Chuck Norris way before all the Chuck <laughs> <Yeah>. Norris. <laughs> like if Coach Clark talked about that guy like like the man gave birth to him. It's crazy. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? <laughs> all right, on the uh, action ride shop board we have uh, Static X, Cannibal, Rage Against Machine, Beastie Boys, In Flames, Power Man, Slayer, Ministry, Stigmata, Avatar, uh, tons Rage of Against stuff. the Machine. Bullet in the head? Yeah, kind of like that. I heard a Day to Remember song yesterday, and I forgot the name of it, but I wanted to bring it up, but I can't remember it. It was cool. And I'm not a big a Day to Remember fan, but I'm like, that's really good. I can't remember that goddamn name. Uh, it's called Zellner. Zellner. Just Google <laughs> Zellner. <laughs> Zellner knows. Hold on a second. Let me mind meld with you for a second and get into your memory, and I'll bring it back. Uh, let's do, uh, I don't know, pick one. What do you got? Some guy's been busting my chops about Avatar for a while. Okay, so let's, let's, do, let's do that. Avatar it's brought to you burn. by friends at Action Ride Shop, who I am in their Action Ride socks right now. Yeah, you rode the dance. The I'm logo, about the socks. Dog, look at that. The logoed ride what? shop. The ride socks. Best socks I've ever had. You can rent bikes and you can get all your winter equipment there at Action Ride Shop because the winter season is coming. And hopefully there's some sort of snow, although it doesn't appear that that ever happens here, rain or snow. Derek Zellner will make it snow. Zellner will need your help. <laughs> Conjure your Zellner like God state. Control the weather for a few minutes like Storm from X-Men. <laughs> He'll stand over that that snow machine, and there'll be a 76-inch base of yellow snow. <laughs> I need you to sacrifice my firstborn and make snow with him. I know you can do it. Yeah, I would love to see. I would love to meet the man. Maybe he'll come down here and do it, but. I would like to have Coach Clark and him have a reunion in this room. Oh, I wonder if Coach Clark is still around. I'm not sure if I'm actually blowing it out of proportion. I'm pretty sure it's accurate what I'm doing with Coach Clark's love for him, but I'd like to see them together. Is Coach Clark dead? I don't, I don't know. know. We're going to have to see if we can imagine him. he is. I don't know if he, that would have made He's whipping news. a towel right now. No, that's, that's Crunch Flake. Don't Again, confuse the two. It. Crunch Flake is the one who had the towel whipping issues. <laughs> Keep him straight. I never took a shower again after the first towel fight. It just smelled through. I stunk through the yeah. rest of the day. Because Coach Flake made me walk around with my clitoris out. <laughs> I was hairless. I looked like every... Holmberg, sit on my lap. Look, Let me dry you off. I looked like every flat-chested playmate after 1996 coming out of that show. That's shower. a tough walk. I was bald, a body bald, uh, very thin, and there was nothing down there yet. It's almost no shower after, Jim, if you had to go through that process. I didn't shower. I, I stopped. Yeah. The, the day towels weren't allowed to cover me. I became Tobias. I was a never nude. I wore swim trunks in there a couple times to the ridiculing hurt too much. Yeah, that's yeah. That can do some damage. Me and a guy named Joey F. And I won't give his last name because he was a he was a magic button too. 
And Joey F. and I went in there in our swim trunks once. It's a good idea, Joey. I've seen that you also have a clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> and Joey and F., we put our Adidas swim trunks on, which, by the way, gross as it could be, we kept in our lockers just in case there was swim day at Rhodes, which was like two weeks out of the entire year, but we never took them home. So the whole thing's just all stunk to high. That locker room there. Because, oh. I, yeah, I went there too, and it was oh, awful. And that was mostly my locker. <laughs> Yeah, Joey and I showered in our swim trunks once, and then Joey earned the nickname uh, Curly, and I think they started to call me the button. Because <laughs> they knew we didn't have pubes yet. It's tough to be a late pube bloomer. I didn't have pubes. Anyway, nothing I can do about that. <laughs> it's all in the You past. are no Derek Zone. All right? in the yeah, past. I am, and now I can't wait to get rid of my pubes. It's weird. I I fought for 15 years to start to see them. <laughs> and now they're just a cumbersome mess. Just, I try to trim my balls as often as possible because... Where were you? Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I don't want my pubes. I wanted them so badly, and now I could do without them. They're ugly. They're, they're all over the place. They're growing into my inner thigh. I have sometimes massive zits. Ingrown pubes? Oh, it's the worst. You get one that attaches to your leg and makes like some sort of lifeline from <laughs> pelvic bone to leg and... Gotta pull it out. I hate my pubes. I do. And I've, I was gonna nair them, but on the bottle it says, "Don't put this on your head or, or your pubes." Like, ah. Oh. So again, you know why? Because people have done it, and <laughs> it's nearly killed them. <laughs> Pube nair would be an adventure. Better put it on there. I know they wax. I'm not doing that. I shave, but. I do. I can't shave because then you get all the bumps. I don't know what to do. And you're Italian. Yours have to be out of control. Got to manscape. Yeah, I know, but still. got to manscape. Got to have the trimmer out there. His are feathered. <laughs> He's got a part. It's right like down Tony Monero's like, hair. Yeah. The normal part of my pubes is fine. My scrotum looks like Chuck Nolan from Castaway. I don't know what it's like. <laughs> it's a tough shave. It's all different colors. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's going. on. It's like they had a sale in my. My balls were like, well, just take whatever color. <laughs> More of a pin cushion. It, it's weird. It's like some are red and blonde and then like the darkest black you can find. It's just, it looks like a bad dye job. The prime day pubes, huh? Yeah. I got prime day pubes. I got 40% off my pubes. I was a little upset that the mix and match didn't go as well, but there they are. It's all over. Anyway, enough of my pubes. Station identification. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.